0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. This is episode 186, and uh, this is an entitled Smash Brothers, Pokemon, and Thanksgiving, because uh, we're going to be talking about all three of those things and more all tonight. Uh, my name is Steve, uh, but I am not alone. I am joined also by Greg. How's it going, Greg? Hi, everyone. How's it going? That's going good for me, though. So Good, good. Great to be back. Also joined by Barry. Hey, Barry. Hey guys always a pleasure it is so thanks so much for uh for joining us tonight live we got a chat room going uh we'll be referring to them all night long as uh as they kind of give us their thoughts on the stories that we're gonna be talking about uh all the news all the discussion and stuff that we're gonna have throughout the night um if you are joining us live be sure to throw all your thoughts in the comments and the uh in the chat room and everything um, if you are finding us later Number one, be sure to, uh, to subscribe and hit that bell to be alerted every time we go live, every time we post a video. And also, be sure to throw your comments um, about anything that we chat about uh, tonight. We'd love for, uh, for to us to just to hear what your guys are, you guys are thinking about all this stuff as well. Um, also, just a reminder, we are on social media. We have our own Discord. All those links are in the description or the show notes. Be sure to click on those and, uh, and join in um, and those like the discussion between the shows. So, uh, so yeah, we got uh, Jakester, we got Brer Dragon, um, in the chat, we got a couple other people. So, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, let's let's jump right in, uh, with uh, a nice little discussion about what we've been playing as usual. So, Greg, let's go to you first. What have you been playing over the last couple weeks? Well, Um, Besides my dailies on uh, Fire Emblem Heroes,
1: which is still going strong and great, still having tons of fun going through all the latest events there. Um, But actually, over the last few weeks, I did pick up my latest, uh, I actually returned to a game that I hadn't touched since pretty much it it launched. And that's a small game called uh, Super Mario Run. Um, I went back mm-hmm. and was collecting all the pink coins on all the levels. I actually finished and beat Bowser like the first time and unlocked Peach, been unlocking the other characters through the Toad rallies and all that. So, I'm pretty much well immersed back into the game and been playing it pretty frequently. So, nice. that was a nice, uh, big surprise there um, on the Switch side. I had said I would start Dragon Quest 11, and I did manage to do so today. Got. Nice hour and right before the podcast, so really, really enjoying the music, and I love the throwback uh, sound effects that are classic since the very first uh, Dragon Quest game, so I've been playing it in the 2D mode because I really like the pixel art stuff, so uh, no 3D adventure for me, at least for the time being. Cool.
0: Cool. Uh, I think I just realized that uh, the dragon is you, actually, in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Jakester says he's been playing Batman: Arkham Asylum and uh, Tales of Asperia. Um, cool. So yeah, if you guys are uh, in the chat, be sure to throw down or uh, what you've been playing as well. We'd love to uh, to see what you guys are playing. Barry, what you've been what you've been up to the last couple weeks? <sighs> I'm trying
2: to think. I I finished Luigi's Mansion Three. On the switch, and I went back to uh, ukulele and the Impossible Lair, and did a little bit more of that. And uh, and I'm doing Pokemon Shield right now, which we'll talk about later. And I also started, which I know this will make Jakester very happy. uh, Hat in time, Mm. and uh, the reason I went back to ukulele, and I'm also uh, uh, started Hat in time, which unfortunately I started right before shield came out so i do need to go back to it and i will go back to it a bit tomorrow is i was a guest on the Switch Mania playcast and that that podcast pretty much is like oh every week play a game so they're like oh ukulele go back and refresh yourself and now it's hat in time so i'm like i'm gonna be on it again okay well now (laughs) i gotta play hat in time so i know uh that that will make jake happy um and I'm, i'm sure i'll beat it by the time next podcast happens but uh but yeah, uh, Pokemon, of course, uh, took took uh, over what uh, mo- little time I had on the uh, mobile side. I'm still doing dragalia, although it's it's winding down. I'm waiting to see what this uh, next Gala and the Mega Man event have to really pull me back in, and that's just because I've done everything in the game mm. except for like the high dragon trials, like the the really, really high dragons, like the expert and master, and i I've tried them. And it's just finding a good group is ridiculous Hmm. and... Like some people like, oh, it took me six to eight hours to beat. And that's like, I don't want to sit there six to eight hours being frustrated on my phone. Um, that's just why I play games more in easy mode because there's <laughs> too many other games. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just not going to worry about that. And as long as they don't gate activity behind it, I'm fine. But now they're starting to say, oh, well, in events, we're going to add a new higher level where you need to be able to beat those to get the new weapons. And that that frustrates me. So wow. um, would your phone I battery hope,
0: even I, last six to eight hours? <laughs> like,
2: yeah, playing the game? yeah <laughs> easily. Um, it's
0: I've not the switch. It. the switch,
2: the switch will not, not the switch, but my phone will. Um, the whatchamacallit, the, uh I'm still barely playing Pokemon Go, if you will. That I'm I'm doing the bare minimum a day when I can, and if I miss days, I'd, I really don't care, but uh, yeah, other than uh, obviously still playing 14, um, but uh, even that's more winding down as I finish completing everything in that game so yeah it's been a been a busy gaming week from what little time i've had to play games i've been doing a lot of housework in fact Mm. i just i just reorganized my playstation 4 wall Mm. which which sounds like oh that's no big deal except when you have over a thousand games it is a lot to do
0: (laughs) yeah yeah for sure yeah i don't even yeah, I don't know, you know. So, if you just stuck to mostly digital, it'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah, do that. Uh, I'm start with the PS Five. Oh, that, that <laughs> does not make me happy. Um, yeah. So, I I got some travel time uh, this last week. I'll get you some more. Actually, I'm I'm flying out uh, to Florida tomorrow. Um, so I'll actually have uh, a little more time to travel. And as you guys know, that have been long time. Um. Uh, viewers and listeners of the podcast, uh, that's the time when I get to to play a lot more games when I'm traveling. I love playing games, and um, so I got some time with Pokemon Shield, or uh, Sword, um, and this time on my travel, I was I was going back and forth, and I, j- I did pick up the, uh, the, um, the Pokemon edition, special edition of the uh, the Switch Lite, and and so I decided, you know what, I'm gonna transfer everything over there. I, not transfer, but I, I downloaded games, made this my primary one, so I didn't have to uh, to have an internet connection all the time in order to like ping back at the other one and make sure you know all that stupid stuff that Nintendo makes you do and um but it was cool just to take uh the switch light with me traveling and I'll probably do the same thing when I travel this week I may also take both <laughs> I might take both switches um just because of the nature <laughs> of the trip I may actually have both of them with me um but while tra- actually traveling um I really like having the switch light um it's it's really comfortable in my hands I love the what this one looks like and uh so yeah I was playing uh pokemon uh sword and played some smash brothers we're gonna talk about that a little bit and of course rocket league um but that's that's really it that's pretty much what uh took up all my time the last couple of weeks um i didn't really venture out to uh, to do a whole lot more um on that so uh what else we got going on in the chat room let's see uh oh thanks thanks greg you like the mug <laughs> yeah i, I didn't want to interrupt barry in this uh, thing and i was like maybe
1: i'll just throw that out there it's yeah.
0: no longer as hot as it once was when i first put the coffee in it but it actually uh like the fireball lights up when it gets really hot so that's awesome, awesome. yeah so that was a that was a christmas gift for my wife last year so it was really nice yeah i
1: have the game boy version where it, like that lights up with like a super mario land like
0: on the screen like when it's hot so. sweet that's awesome So, yeah, so we're going to jump into a lot more discussion about Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield. We're going to talk all about uh, Smash Brothers and the recent update and uh, Terry uh, coming to the game. And we're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving and stuff like that. But there's some other quick news we wanted to hit on. And this morning uh, we we found out from... uh, from uh mr Keeley, the nominations (laughs) of the game awards and so the game awards what's that take place like december 12th is that right i think so um december 12th so so we found out the nominations today and uh there was a lot i don't i don't know how many um different categories there were but there was a lot i feel like they added some this year especially around e-game uh e-sports um and uh and so there's a lot of different controversy going on. Um if you if you haven't been paying attention, there's there's some Usual. controversy there's there. Always it always is. <laughs> uh, a lot of people thinking, you know, with uh with uh Jeff Keely's and, and um Kajima's like really good friendship and everything is right with reason why Death Stranding keeps popping back up in like pretty much every category. Um and uh, we saw games like Resident Evil 2 and and Control and uh, Shadows Die Twice and the uh, the Outer Worlds popping up a lot. But uh, there actually were quite a few Nintendo games um, that uh, that popped up in the uh, in the categories this year. So. Quickly, i just going to run through some of those um, and then just kind of get your, your guys' thoughts about uh, who you think is going to win and just kind of general thoughts about the, the Game Awards nominations. So we did see that uh, Astral Chain got a, a nod to uh, in the action game category, so that was kind of cool. Uh, Smash, uh, Smash Brothers kind of just barely missed the, the nominations last year, so they got included this year. So Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, in the, the fighting game category. Um, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening got uh, nominated in the action and adventure game, as well as the art direction. Uh, Tetris 99 uh, got a nomination in the the multiplayer game, which is kind of cool. Cadence of Hyrule um, got a nomination in the score and music category, which um, we've praised that game's music quite a bit. Um, Fire Emblem Three Houses has been recognized in the strategy category. And uh, then we had some other indie games. Uh, Gris, Baba is You, and Untitled Goose Game all got nominations. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, Ring Fit Adventure, uh, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Yoshi's Crafted World all got nominations in the family category. Nintendo's going to that, that Nintendo Nintendo's going to win. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so not only Nintendo... Like console games, like all <clears throat> developed and published by Nintendo games. So, um, so that's that cool. And I think that was all the ones that I, oh, and then Smash Brothers Ultimate is also up for Game of the Year. Um, so yeah, quite a bit of, uh, quite a bit more, uh, Nintendo representation this year. Not a ton, but I feel like if I'm, if my memory is serving correctly, um, a little more, uh, broader, um, representation than there's been in past years i feel like a lot of times it's like everything zelda or everything mario but the other games that are on the nintendo consoles um have not been represented in this year i feel like there's a little bit more maybe not as it should be but i feel like it it is broader than usual so uh barry what do you think about the this year's nominations
2: um well besides the glaring um repeat of you know death stranding and control and uh, Sekiro, like Resident Evil 2, like some of the categories are just the same games. Um, that's a little much. I think there should be a little bit more distribution. Um, but I'm happy to see Nintendo where it is. I think Luigi's Mansion 3 should have probably got a little bit more of a of a nod. Uh, Dragon Quest 11 got <clears throat> royally glossed over. They're in Best RPG. I think. I think there maybe one category has. Maybe not. They might not be in anything. Yeah, but, I've never uh, seen it. I don't think they're in anything. Um, and it's really sad to see, but this is you know money talks kind of deal you, you know in the negotiations, and unfortunately, <clears throat> my taste may not align with the taste of the people who are voting for this, but there is a silver lining, and that is if you go to the video game awards website, you can actually vote now I don't know how I don't know how much weight it has but i voted already i went and i voted for what i think and i urge everybody to go do that too you have time um vote and if you say no resident evil 2 should have won and and it should win and uh, that that's fine vote for it but um maybe maybe we get some say after all all i know is there is no nintendo direct the remainder of this year so Game Awards is our last hurrah to see any kind of cool game, Nintendo stuff. Mm-hmm. Last year is when they started the Battle Pass and they showed off Joker. Will we see the fifth announced character for that this time? Will it be after maybe it wins game of the year, which would be totally awesome? Uh, I guess we'll see, but but overall, I'm happy with the amount of representation Nintendo has. I'm excited to see um, who wins and I'm excited to see how that compares with our own game of the years, which follows afterwards,
0: yeah, for sure, yeah, what are you thinking, Greg?
1: Well, while, I can't really speak of the quality of a lot of the games that did make the list, not having a PlayStation or an Xbox or really playing some of the free to play games as much that are on the switch, I do feel like there's been some Nintendo games being like snubbed, I mean. I've seen numerous comments asking, like, why Three Houses is not in for Game of the Year and also for, like, best soundtrack. I mean, Mm. the music and everything, the story is incredible. I've barely even skinned the surface of it, but I can already, from what I know of it and everything, it's very, like, deep and everything. So I'm not quite sure how that got snubbed in those other two categories, but... Yeah, I'll be obviously rooting for all the Nintendo titles except for, like, the family category will just be a fight of, like, my (laughs) favorites, so... Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's funny, though, like... Yeah, some of those games actually I'd forgotten that Yoshi's Crafted World actually came out this year because um, <laughs> we have had a pretty good uh, list of games I mean maybe it doesn't compare to I mean depending on what we'll find out in a couple you know a few weeks um, when we do our own game of the year but like in some aspects 2019 doesn't compare to, to 2018 and then then you look at the game the game list and you go wow we actually did get a good list of, of solid games this year um but yeah, it, it seems I, I was kind of taken back. I mean, not well, overly hold surprised. On,
2: Steve. Yeah, you really think that twenty nineteen had a worse year than twenty eighteen for Nintendo? No, twenty eighteen no. was
0: pretty slow. No, no, I wasn't saying okay. that. I was saying that that twenty nineteen, um, I th- like, it didn't have some of the like some like top games, but. But I think going into it, a lot of times we we thought I think we we thought that 2019 was was a little bit. It's actually become better than I think we were anticipated. That's well, what they usually
2: it's, yeah. it's it's definitely back heavy like like 2018 was. But yeah, but this year, in my opinion, was much better than last year. Last year I had like three, four big games like that was it. And they didn't really deliver or like You know, they hit the mark outside of Smash.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that was the big thing is like they had gigantic there. There were less games, but big games last year. Um, this year was maybe a little less quality, but a lot more in um, solid quality ah, all the way I disagree the year. with that statement.
1: Hmm. Right. I also disagree.
2: <laughs> I mean, you had Mario Maker 2 this year, you had Luigi's Mansion, Link's Awakening, Dragon Quest, you had Astral Chain. you had Pokemon. You had, Last year you had Let's Go, Smash, Super Mario Party kirby star allies i remember this year we even had like new super mario u deluxe and stuff like last year was all wii u ports
0: and mm. and the okay. crafted world this year and and, and there's a good chance i may be just thinking of 2017 but i i i feel like 2017, 20 2017. i thought i feel like there was more but now that you're mentioning it i'm like maybe there are maybe those games actually were from the year before that i thought came out last year but um but anyway, we'll get into that in our own uh, in our own nominations and, and awards in, in just a few weeks. Um, but yeah, I think the the biggest thing that that I am <laughs> don't forget Fay <laughs> uh, that I am uh, not again not surprised, but I am disappointed that the, we did see the same games over and over and over again nominations and and that's just. It's, un- it's unfortunate, I think, because there really are some quality games. Like, the fact that, like, I haven't even played it, but the fact that Dragon Quest didn't even get a nomination for best RPG is is ridiculous, because I've heard what you guys have said about it, and I know just the history of what Dragon Quest's got. Like, clearly, I know it's a great game. Like, not even, like, any sort of nod at all. Like, maybe it won't win, but, but it's gotta be one of the best of the year um, for RPGs. So, yeah.
2: It's been a lot of snubs. Even the music category. Um, Like, Final Fantasy 14 Shadowbringers soundtrack was up for awards and actually won awards, and it wasn't even nominated. And it's like, how? Like, yeah. the 14 community is pissed. Like, how is this not getting nominated for a soundtrack? Yeah. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. And I think some of the things, too, like, I... I mean, I'm all up for esports and I've been watching stuff a lot more recently and and getting into it a little more, but there's like one, two, three, four, five, six different categories for esports and then like the concept or what was the, there's one that's like, Content creator. content creator of the year and community support, community support. That. That's the one I was like, what community support? <clears throat> like I think RG85, RGT85 was like, so the award for like doing your job, like, like shouldn't you <laughs> be, just be supporting your community? Like, yeah, that like, and EA is up for that. Like, really? I mean, come on, like. I don't like. Yeah, whatever. Um, But uh, yeah, they they do. um, They did that last year. And I
2: think the year before they did those esports things.
0: Yeah, I just feel like they they have a lot of them. And those are usually and maybe they've always been there. But those are the times of the show that I tune out. (laughs) So I don't don't even they don't they don't do like big presenting
2: out. Well, they did the one like the I think it was last year. The guy in the the furry costume went out there. But uh, I think most of them are just, oh, by the way, the winner for this is this and let's go yeah. on.
0: Yep. So all right. Uh let's uh let's move on and uh Barry, yeah, like uh there's there's a little news about GameStop yet again, about this power up rewards program that I know you're you're in love with and you'd like every single time they change things or they test things out to change, you're like just so excited. What what have they done this time? <laughs> well a while back they uh were running a test program. And
2: uh, I think I talked about it on the podcast and they've apparently decided to roll out the test program as the permanent replacement for their power Up pro membership. Um, but there's a kicker to it. it's coming out in the spring and this is what it is. This, what it is now is it's $15 a year that gets you game informer magazine that gets you some coupons and like access to pro day. And it also gets you 10% off all pre-owned games. That's not bad. <clears throat> now they're changing it to $20 a year. I'm assuming you still get Game Informer. I'm assuming you might still get buy two, get one free coupons, but I don't know. And on Pro Day, I'm sure it's still going to go around. But instead of getting 10% off, you're getting a $5 coupon every month on anything. New, used, whatever. Which sounds like a great deal. That's $60 for your 20 Except there's a little caveat. These don't stack. So if you do not spend it by the end of the month, it's gone. So if you buy a game a month and you buy a new game and this is, <clears throat> hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it here at GameStop, that's great. If you're buying Switch games and you don't have Gamers Club anymore, you can buy them for $60 at, at you know most retailers or in GameStop with this coupon. You can get it for 55 which is a little bit better. Walmart's been selling them for 50 So that actually, and it's free, it doesn't cost you anything, so that kind of undervalues this Power Up Pro. But again, if you don't use it, it's gone. So you have to at least buy something for months to make even, just to make even. That's your only perk. Now, here's the real kick in the, you know, private areas. (laughs)
0: pants pants is the word you're looking
2: for (laughs) if you if you have a pre-existing pro or elite membership come spring they are reverting everybody to this even if you've paid for other things like i'm an elite member till to october come spring even though i paid for elite they are knocking me back to this pro and, and that's it i just have to deal with it that, that's, that's changing something after you've already paid for it, which I think is actually illegal. I don't think they're actually allowed to do that because they're, it's a different service now. And this mm-hmm. goes for everybody. So if you have a GameStop membership right now, and it expires after the spring, the last bit of it, you're now getting this coupon deal. And if that sounds better to you, then, then by all means. Um, I think, I wouldn't mind if they upped it to $20 and they gave you a choice, 10% off pre-owned or this $5 coupon give you a choice. That's fine. But as it stands now, like I am annoyed because I paid for Elite Pro and I'm now going to lose that service and be given a, a, an inferior service. I don't buy new stuff at GameStop, mm. you know. And th- the coupons of course are not transferable, so it's not like, "Oh, here you go." Yeah. You know, it's tied to your card. Yeah. So I don't know, what do you guys think? Are you guys like this is a better program for me? I might buy stuff at GameStop or this is screwing over the loyal customers that already have membership, and it's not a good move.
1: Yeah, what do you think, Greg? Well, I think it. Yeah, I kind of think it's screwing over people that either already have it. I mean, I haven't been interested in shopping at GameStop for quite a while now. So,
2: is this going to make you? Is this like, oh, this program sounds better?
1: No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> this. Yeah. I have always hated like them trying to like push that like service on me every time I try to make a transaction there. It's like I know that they're paid to sign up people, and like I absolutely hate like <clears throat> having to go through all these prompts just to like leave the store.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you use it, it's good. I've saved like I think eight hundred and something dollars this past year from that thing, so like, it definitely has its merits <laughs> if mm-hmm. you use it. Well, if yeah, but. It, yeah.
1: I, but yeah you know i'm more of a digital shopper so yep. it's well, even getting me to buy something once a month is kind of like would be difficult it's like once every six months and then it's like well it's not paying for itself anymore
0: no right it's not yeah yeah i i i go still i go in gamestop but honestly the things that i look for the most in gamestop is the other stuff they carry is the the gaming other things like the well
2: you could use like, the five dollars on that too It's which is cool
0: open. um but this is, definitely a, this is definitely a move for them. Um, they're trying to get customers to keep coming back in the store because they're going downhill. And they're like, oh, if we give them $5 that expires every month, maybe we'll actually get more customers in the door. Um, but what you're gonna do is you're gonna take off a whole bunch of people and probably lose your loyal customers in the process, and maybe you might get a few that come back every month. Um, but most of them are probably gonna just get ticked and, and stop altogether and just shop at Walmart because um, you don't have to have a membership at all and save ten bucks (laughs) which is what i'm gonna do from now on like once you told me that you know last podcast was like shoot that's where i'm buying my games from now on i canceled i canceled all my uh pre-orders on amazon (laughs) i'm just gonna go down the street for walmart now did you check walmart yourself and see that they were ten dollars (laughs) cheaper yep that's why that's why i canceled all my pre-orders for amazon (laughs) i was like well this is this is no no brainer just uh and it's and it's right down the street and i can i can just go get it and i have to worry about it so yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't have a super close Walmart, but if I'm buying anything physical, I'm definitely going there. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I I
2: might even start buying there when my Gamer's Club goes away cuz I'm I'm still getting 12 bucks off right now, but it's it's not that much of a difference really at this point. It's 2 dollars yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's GameStop is going downhill. This yep. is a last stitch effort. This is them really trying to put a band-aid. And like I said, if they I don't think people would have minded if they raised it twenty, 20 bucks they raised it five bucks a month or a year mm-hmm. if they gave you the choice you are you happy with the ten percent off? We can keep it that way you, or do you would, you, would the five dollars benefit you? Give people a choice don't don't take and it it'd be this would be different if it was was a new program. the ten percent off program that they had they've had that since the nineties when it was Funko land had that and they you know it's a twenty plus year old program yeah you know just to say goodbye to it and and then to change people's it would be different it would be like look when it expires you now have to right. go over but to just say nope we're changing it in the middle of your plan is a yeah. real slap in the face yeah
1: for sure they should give you like a partial reimbursement cuz it's like you pay overpaid then for that. yeah same they should, but they're not
2: going to you know what there's this big controversy right now going with GameStop because managers are being told to not let people like not tell people if they haven't picked up a pre-order because that keeps the money in the system and instead roll that to a new pre-order kind of like, Oh yeah, you know what? This is coming out. You didn't buy this game, but how about this game coming out? Kind of like try to keep the money in their system because they're bleeding so badly. They're Mm -hmm. trying not to give back the money of pre-orders to people. They're really be really being scummy and, and there's a whole new caveat with GameStop, but this one, mm-hmm. this just annoys me because I've been a member for <laughs> yeah. 20, I've been a member since Land, I mean, mm. and, and I've up to to Elite Pro, and I've had Elite Pro, and I even purposely bought Elite Pro in advance right. when they were like, oh, it's canceling. Like I'm buying a couple years, uh, giving my loyalty, and now they're just
0: literally changing it out on, on me. Well, at least took a game Game Informer, maybe.
2: <laughs> yeah which which honestly has gone so far downhill i, yeah. feel I scroll through and throw in the recycling
0: <laughs> no. Jaxter says that uh gamestop's too busy putting band-aids and tape on the old ship instead of make, to making a new one hmm. <laughs> so they just make a new ship that's interesting what if gamestop would just like completely just change things up <laughs> well that's what they're doing they're just doing it poorly <laughs> yeah
1: I, f- I feel like they're going the ways of toys r us so mm. <laughs>
2: Could be, could be. Oh, he, Jakester says that what I was talking about with the um, reserve thing is what they did to Jakester. Ah, Herne Link's Awakening,
0: yep. That's too bad. Um, on the other side of things, though, um, seems like we're having some good news, uh, at least in the digital world, on uh, mobile games. Greg, tell us about what, uh, what Nintendo's success has been like on uh, on mobile games, and, and because of that success, it looks like they may be uh, changing up a, a game that's been out for a while. <sighs>
1: Yeah. So as you were kind of preluding, we got some sales updates on the Mario Kart Tour. Um, it's earned uh, thirty one point eight million in October, so it was a top-grossing mobile title globally, above Fortnite in terms of like the app store revenue and everything. So nice. that's great to really see something like that. That means they're doing really good. Um, the company that's doing it sensor tower is comparing it to the performance of like fire emblem heroes which obviously you've heard me talk about every single podcast since that <laughs> game's come out and it's like getting up there like kind of comparable so let's see so it's like fire emblem heroes only got 8.9 million in october but that's it's kind of banana like a, somewhat of a sinking ship for some fans of the game but it's pretty cool to see that it, Surpass that, so.
2: What did Regalia do? Do they have that numbers for October?
1: Yeah, let's see. That was further down in the thing. They had a uh, 17.9 million.
2: That's, That's not a measly bad
0: 17.9 million.
2: But <laughs> what, but what, what it's off of much less users. It's
0: like yeah. It's, a, it's like 1 million users or something like that. No, I'm, I'm not re- – was, that was total sarcasm. I'm totally <laughs> – oh, that's, that's, oh, like, that's quite that, a bit, that's actually. was like 17.9 million is quite a bit of money. <laughs> <laughs> For a month yep. on, yeah. a, on a new IP.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Pocket Camp's at 13.6, and uh, Mario Run was at 31.4, so – i don't know if that's like global sales or something because that seems like kind of high but i don't know yeah i think it is global it it didn't yeah it didn't it it didn't specify well i mean it is global sales i just didn't i didn't know if that's like been since launch type of thing but
0: it was just that month
1: yeah Yeah. because that's a lot for mario run to (laughs) be picking up a ton of new players well you know
0: you started again so (laughs) yeah Well, you greg (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you didn't realize you spent that much money in the game, did you? <laughs> Your wife well did no, you just that's
1: that's the preferred method. You buy the entire game and you have access to everything in the yeah. game. <laughs> you're so not getting nickel and dimed on you're not getting nickel dimed for every single thing. You don't pay like ten cents for a toad rally ticket or something.
0: Well you know, that's what they, they did in Animal Crossing, right? Then in then Pocket Camp they just you just get the game. They wouldn't they wouldn't add something like that in that game, would they? <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, yeah, that's <laughs> the other
1: story I was covering. So Pocket Camp, it was going to be revealed that they're going to try to transition that more over into a subscription service, which um, obviously it can be controversial depending on who you talk to. So like with this, uh, along with this, you'll be able to appoint one lucky animal to be your camp caretaker, and they'll help out around the campsite. Assuming that means like managing all your buildings that you're, on like, trying to build and all that kind of stuff, and make sure everything is collected on time. And you also receive like fortune cookies to store your furniture and clothing items in the warehouses. So, yeah, I don't really like the sound of subscription services. I haven't really been one into Pocket Camp to begin with, but this certainly would not want me to be paying monthly just to. Or weekly or whatever the subscription is for to be obligated to play it so i don't know what you guys think about subscription services for
0: gotcha like games yeah um no no i i, I haven't played uh, animal crossing pocket camp in a long time probably since like the first week it came out and this is definitely not going to get me back into the game like you know what I was wanting I was wanting a subscription service for this stuff and just be able to just you know subscribe to one more thing. No, <laughs> not at all. Um, I think the the subscription thing in Mario Kart is absolutely ridiculous and stupid and I'm glad I don't do it. Um, and I did it for the you know, the first two tournaments like Barry said and like got the the, the trial over two of them. So I got to get the benefits of both. But it was the free trial and that was that was all I did. Um, so I haven't paid for for it, since um, there are very few mobile games that I've actually felt like I needed to to buy anything, and and sometimes I'm okay with like buying like one or two packages, or it's like a like sometimes in um, uh, was it Clash Royale I play, and I'll buy sometimes buy the the season or something like that, or I do the same thing with Fortnite or Rocket League or something like that it's for a season. It's like one price, and you get extra things for the season. Um, and that's, that's okay. Sometimes I'll, I'll lay down five bucks, um, but I can do it when I want to. A subscription just like keeps it going, and you have to have that subscription in order to get all these benefits and stuff. Like, I, like I'd rather spend my money on a subscription like Disney Plus or Netflix or something like that. That's just going to be more beneficial to me. Um, so this, this definitely won't pull me into the game. Um, what do you think, Barry?
2: Yeah, um, honestly, it really depends on how avid of a player you are the subscription services are fine if and there's a big if if you use it you know if you play Mario Kart Tour every day if you do every tour that goes on if you get all the gifts per tour the 5 dollars a month isn't so bad because that's two tours worth you get you get high end cars and 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 uh, racers and stuff like that every tour On top of, you know, gold and and standard ones. Um, So if you're using it and you're having fun, it's worth it. That's really what it boils down to. Is it worth it personally? If you're doing it for the sake of doing it, like I'm going to hit this and forget about it and I'm not going to play, then no. It's just like anything. If you you have a Netflix subscription and you're paying for it but you never watch Netflix, it's not worth it. But if you're watching Netflix every other night and you're binging series – it's well worth the subscription because you're getting enjoyment out of it. And you have to factor into, if you go to the movies, you know, you're going to pay 15 bucks for a movie. You get two hours of entertainment. It's gone. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to do a subscription service and pay five, $10 for a season, whatever, and, and get a month long of entertainment, that's not bad. It really depends. Mm -hmm. So if they switch to this and people buy into it and people are enjoying it and playing the game, Then smart on them. They're making money. And if people aren't, they'll change their ways. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm with Greg. I prefer the Mario Run method. I prefer to buy the game and have everything. But when it comes to games like gotcha games, that wouldn't work. Those games need to have some kind of pull Mm -hmm. because it's it's just gambling. It's like if you go to a casino and say, hey, here I want to buy unlimited passes on the slot machine and keep all my winnings. They're going to be like, oh, you're going to pay like a billion dollars or something for that. You know, so it's it's one of those. If you use it, if you like it, then it's absolutely worth it. It's just anything like that. Even Nintendo Switch Online, it's a subscription service. If you use it, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. If you don't, that's it. It it depends. I don't know. I don't see how much this was going to cost.
1: Yeah, um, I didn't see that either. Didn't mention it. Just said they. I think they were looking at the success of Mario Kart tours, uh, subscription services. Yeah, you
2: I know guess five
0: I, bucks, but I don't know. Have yeah, you, and I'll,
2: I'll be honest with you. I I actually paid for a month of Mario Kart because I played every tour. Hmm. I got the extra stuff, and you know what? I'm I'm like, hey, I'm having fun. So for five bucks, it's it's worth it for me because I am getting the other things. I'm not playing 200 CC. I'm using it for the gifts. You know, if if Dragalia had a subscription service you know, five bucks to get, you know, a few uh, spins or a few uh, pulls, you know, ten pulls, I would do it because I play the game every day. So it depends on user usage, really. Um, that's that's all I was. I haven't touched on uh, Pocket Camp. I don't plan on touching Pocket Camp. But if I was an avid player and I felt this would be worth it to me, then go for it.
1: Yeah. That's really all I can say about it. Yeah, I guess I just feel like Netflix's subscription's much easier to use because like other people in the household can use it and it's also like on a TV. If you're buying like a mobile game package, it's like your personal phone. It's not like you can really let other people get extra entertainment value out of it. So Well if you I don't
2: know. You know if you if you buy a digital game, you know, you're 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 only licensing it, you don't actually get to own the game. So if you pay fifty bucks, sixty bucks for a digital game, you know you're getting to play it and then it's eventually going to go away so just like a subscription service eventually it
0: goes away <laughs> yeah i think it's a that's the big thing is is you know the value um is is that value and and i just i don't know other than Jakester in the chat says he he logs <clears> on <throat> um, pretty much every day um but he's been playing it a little less lately. He's upset with this. He says it's a disappointment. He's someone that plays every day. Um, I don't know anybody that that plays this game. I've I actually forgot about it um, until <laughs> this news came out. I forgot that it even existed. Um, so I really don't. I, I like. I feel like I don't think something like this is going, to, is going to pull people in. It's only going to probably get maybe some money out of the people that do regularly play it. Yeah. And and that's I don't know. We'll see um i think that i think you just hit the nail on the head i think they
2: feel that the game has hit a stagnant point where there's not a lot of new subscribers and if anything the subscriber base is slowly trickling down and they're doing this to try to leverage whatever they can out of the current subscriber base which is a lot still Mm -hmm. um but if they can secure a little bit of money depending on how they price it um, you know, if they do price at $5, you know, and there's a million people, it's $5 million. You know, if there's 2 million people, It's $10 million. So they have to make it low enough that it's enticing to those that play because the whales are going to do it no matter what. If someone's whaling on a game, they're going to do a subscription service. You, What they want to target is the person who's playing completely free to play mm-hmm. and say, oh, you know what? I can actually get some benefits. I've been playing this for a while. What's $5 a month or $10 a month? I'm
0: enjoying it that's what they want to get. Yeah. Be interesting to see if it, uh, does tie into the upcoming switch game. And, uh, how would they, yeah. would they even force you? Like, Hey, if you want this stuff to come over, you're going to have to buy the subscription on there. <laughs> um, they <laughs> haven't done
2: <laughs> that. They haven't done a tie in. They yet haven't
0: with yet. yet. So <laughs> I mean,
2: fire, fire emblem came out this yeah. year and easily could have done a tie in with Heroes. And there was, there was a tie in event with heroes, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like bringing anything to three houses as far as I'm aware.
0: Yeah
1: no they yeah it's usually something into the mobile game though yeah it's a lot easier and
0: Let's move on to uh, our big discussions for the night. Um, we got big uh, two two big things uh, going on, and then uh, kind of little uh, thoughts about the future with Thanksgiving. So let's talk about the two uh, kind of news ish uh, stuff uh, we had right after our last podcast. We had a, a direct, um, pretty much. I was at the next day, I think, um, yeah, as, as per week. usual. You know, um, that we had a, a smash direct all about Smash Brothers uh, Ultimate, and we weren't sure, like, how in the world if they're not going to reveal all these different characters how they're going to fill that time well they pretty much filled the time with uh with sakurai just playing the game and showing it off to us and that was cool it was great to uh to see him always great to see him and his kind of a casual um you know atmosphere and just kind of making jokes about the game and and talking about how they couldn't put certain characters in there because of you know their outfits and different things like that so uh so yeah we found out a lot about uh, for good
2: boys and girls. it's for good boys and girls right <laughs> so just,
0: just memes coming out of uh, from Sakurai lately it's been great like you can just see like you know that's why that's why he trolls us sometimes because that's, that's just in his nature um, but yeah so we saw uh, Terry Bogart who is now available to play and everything so you can buy him as a a separate character for DLC or you can also uh, get him in the fighter pass he's number four we actually don't know who that fifth fighter is going to be just yet and uh, but they also did say there are gonna be more so um, that fifth one won't be the last one and we get to see all of his move sets Um, they uh, he's like a little bit kind of like Ken and Ryu um, which makes sense he's a fighter kind of character it comes from fighting games but uh, but a little bit different but uh, but yeah if you do know those input combos um, they do allow for stronger attacks so um, I'm actually not familiar with the uh, King of Fighters um, combo attacks like I am for Street Fighter so I'm gonna have to look those up and, and, and try those out and everything but uh, but, yeah, he plays very similar to, um, like, Akin or Ryu or something like that, um, just the nature of the games that he's coming from. have the King of Fighters Stadium, which is uh, a little bit different than most of the uh, – than pretty much all of the, um, the stages out there because as walls. And so you just got to beat your opponent and then blast them through a wall, which is pretty uh, different uh, for Smash Brothers. And um, yeah, I think there were several different Mii costumes. They're all sold separately for like 75 cents a piece. and uh, Simon and Cineroar and Chrom Amiibos were shown off. They were released uh, just uh, like what five, three, three or four days ago, something oh, like father. that. And um, yeah, I think that was the the basic idea of what was what was announced. Um, you get to see a bunch of other King of Fighters. Uh, uh, characters in the background um, not all of them um, which Sakurai uh, alluded to but um, but several of the the characters uh, are gonna be in the background of, of that specific stage so uh, so yeah I just thought we'd kind of chat about the uh, the the direct itself and and what your experience has been like so far playing uh, with um, with Terry and what you think of, of his play style so far so uh, Greg have you got a chance to uh, to play as Terry yet <laughs> I have not
1: um, I think in a previous one I think when he was announced like I never really played his series like Fatal Fury at all so that was not um, anything that I was terribly interested in trying to like try out like right away um, I imagine in the coming weeks I'll be looking at it especially the holiday time coming around to play smash with like my brother and stuff like that so mm-hmm. um, yeah in terms of thoughts to the Direct I Definitely thought it was kind of too long. I didn't really like all the technical details because obviously there wasn't really a character that interested me. Mm. So, I mean, I know they went into great detail on, like, the hero when he had joined, but, like, I didn't still think they did, like, a whole direct that was, like, 40-some minutes long on it, though, even though they had a lot to show on him. But, I don't know. Great for everybody that was looking forward to him, and it sounds like he plays pretty well, and everything but i'll be won't be looking at that until the coming weeks when i log back into smash brothers again gotcha
2: all right barry what'd you think uh i enjoyed him i played him after i finished luigi's mansion 3 i uh i went for that and you know went through his classic and messed around with the stage and i think he plays really well um as for the direct um, it was definitely longer than I anticipated, but I enjoyed the technicality and I enjoyed almost the history lesson. And it almost seemed like this was a direct result to the, so many people on the internet going, who, mm-hmm. when they announced Terry. It was like two different camps. It was the people like, how do you not know Terry? He's one of fighting royalty. And other people, I've never heard of this. This is before my time. I Give me a character I care about. So it was almost like he's like, all right, listen, I need to school you kids on who Terry is and what Fatal Fury is and what King of Fighters is and how important SNK is to the fighting scene because SNK is huge, huge. If you couldn't go into an arcade in in the late 80s, early 90s without seeing an MVS, you just couldn't. And they were cheap. They were easy. It was multiple games per cabinet. And you were most likely going to be playing a, a Fatal Fury title. And Terry is so... So important to that. So I love the the attention to detail. I do wish one of his costumes or one of his alternate outfits was the female one from SNK <laughs> heroines, just because I think that would be different and unique. Um, I was very upset about the Mai situation because I was waiting because Mai is my main in King of Fighters, and I'm like, come on, come on, how can you not? Like she is the equivalent of Chun Li. You know, you have Ryu, you know, Chun Li. It's like, come on, come on. And then when he said that, you know, it definitely was meme worthy. However. I don't know if you saw this or not, but people dissected that's not really what he said. Mm. That's just what the translator said. This match is for good boys and girls. If you actually do the real translation of what he said, and he said this to the Japanese audience, is that it's because of Cero, and Cero is the rating board for Japan. Uh, like our ESRB. And had they included Mai in there, they would have had to raise the rating of the game. Uh, so they didn't want to raise the rating of the game and they didn't want to cover her up because they had to cover up Mithra in a, in a sticker. They would definitely have to cover up Mai for this and they didn't want to cover her up. So they decided to keep the rating at an E or, or uh, I forget what zero 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 or whatever the lowest rating yeah. is for, for that. They, uh, they opted to exclude her. So if they tried to explain it to the American audience, they would be like, what, what's the CERO? Um, but it's the ESRB for there. So that's the reason why they didn't include my, which is dumb. a little
0: bit more forgivable, like, but it's still Yeah, it, I, I just, I, I'm more of the, like, why translate it that way? <laughs> yeah. Like, you could easily say if, you know, we could, you didn't even have to say CERO. You just said, like, the Japanese rating board just say if we did this we'd have to increase it on the japanese rating board and we go oh okay that makes sense like (laughs) that's just a weird translation yeah yeah Yeah, i always feel
1: like there's translation errors like from nintendo though
0: (laughs) yeah that's par for the course but yeah
2: i I was expecting i was like come on do it do an announcement at the end like i waited this whole time come on come on come on they're like here's the announcement trailer the finalized version i'm like Really, really? <laughs> I waited all this time for the same trailer again, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but no, it was it was good uh, you know i I enjoy playing as him, I'm excited he's there i it just makes me really anticipate what's coming next because you know and and i think I think this is both a blessing and a curse to the younger gamers. What I mean by that is as older gamers we uh we We know most of these characters, so it's it's great for us, but for the newer characters who've never been exposed to them, um I think this is a great stepping stone into their worlds. You know, a lot of people haven't played Dragon Quest, and now they have the hero, and let me play the hero, let me learn a little bit about Dragon Quest. Oh, it's cool. Oh, I never played Banjo-Kazooie. Now I can do it. Now I can see who those characters are. Let me see what the big deal is. Funny, when Sakurai told us to play Xbox One, it'd be nice to say, hey, we can play them on the Switch, um, which, of course, in this case, you can play King of Fighters and Fatal Fury on the Switch with the arcade archives, I believe, as yeah. well as SNK hero, heroines, if you want to see the female version of Terry. But, um, yeah, it's... uh. I'm excited for it. I really enjoyed playing as him. I I want to play a little bit more as him, but with so many games, it's like I did what I needed to do. I did all the stickers or all the spirits, and I I moved on mm. for now.
0: Nice. Yeah, I, uh, I, I want to go back and I need to spend more time with him and, and also play on that stage a lot more um, and everything too. But, but I really like um, his moveset and it it's definitely, I, re- I liked Ryu in the beginning, but I wasn't really sure. I ended up gravitating more toward Ken, which was weird because Ryu is my main in Street Fighter, but I and I really don't like playing as Ken but um but Ken was a little different in, in Smash Brothers but but Terry has a I like his I like his different style. I like um, I like the his recoveries a lot better. Um, there's some range on his attacks. It's not just up close. There's some different range attacks and stuff too. So I'm like, it's a it's kind of that mid range or, or that middle kind of fighter that's well rounded, and uh, and that's usually the ones that I gravitate towards. So um, yeah, I'm excited about playing more with him, and uh, and hopefully can get some time with uh, playing some other. Some other like human players um, in person, so I <laughs> can see how he does uh, against other people instead of just the uh, the, the CPUs. Because um, I really don't play online because um, I've yeah, it's just bad. <laughs> so um, <laughs> but. Yeah. Uh, let's move on and let's talk a little bit about Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield uh, before we move on to our Thanksgiving chat. Um, so, yeah. So, Pokemon Sword and Shield came out uh, on the 15th, um, which is actually the same day that um, that those Amiibo came out. And, um, yeah. So, I ended up getting Sword. Uh, Barry, you got both of them, I'm sure. Yeah. Which one did you yeah. actually get in playing?
2: Uh, and, yeah I got the double I got the double pack with the steel book from Target but
0: I I'm playing Shield my Shield. wife is playing Sword cool and <coughs> Greg yours is on the way is that right like you're, you're probably gonna get it well
1: yeah well yeah it's on my Christmas list I'd ask for Sword so it might not get it towards the until the end of the year so
0: okay so we'll have to to revisit your thoughts about uh, Pokemon <laughs> eventually because I'm interested we get we could have a whole like podcast dedicated to just like. Greg and his first Pokemon experience. I should create a YouTube series for that. You should. You totally should. Yeah, stream the whole thing. Um, So, all right, well, um, yeah, so I guess this is mostly Barry and I, uh, but uh, Barry, what what do you think of of Pokemon Sword and Shield so far?
2: Uh, I'm enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would be, Um, and I say that because I played through X and Y, And it was the last actual gen I played and I was halfway through alpha Sapphire and uh, I just got bored of it. Mm. And when sun and moon came out, I got them and I played like the little demo for it, but I never actually played the game. And when ultra sun and moon came out, I got them and I just, I never played and I did let's go last year, uh, which again was a different type of game. And it was also gen one again. So it was familiar. So I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do, but I'm going to give it a try and there's a lot of things i really like in this game and it's funny because before this game came out there was all the controversy and all the people attacking game freak and all the people boycotting it and it seems like a lot of those people those naysayers have turned around Mm. a lot of people are like yeah this game is actually a lot of fun and they're they're still naysayers but a lot of people are enjoying it and i i'm one of them I i was never a naysayer but i was like it looks okay but it doesn't look, like, amazing, like, the more I'd start nitpicking it. Um, but there's a lot of fun in this game. And I am on my way to the sixth gym right now. Wow. And um, I've, I've got, like, 145 Pokémon. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot there. And and the, the wild area is fantastic. I really hope the next games are nothing but wild areas kind mm. of deals, like Breath of the Wild Pokémon. And I understand why they cut some Pokemon, because I'm, like, spending so much time on these routes. Like, looking through the Pokedex, like, oh, there's two more, it tells you, like, there's two more Pokemon here that you don't have. And I'm like, where are they? Where are they? And what's interesting is how they do the Pokemon. It's kind of like what they did with Let's Go with them out in the field. Which is great, mm-hmm. but then there's also hidden ones in the grass, and you don't know what you're getting. So it's kind yeah. of a mix of both. Yeah. But you can still avoid those if you don't. Just I, I'm weak. I just gotta run, you know, the Pokemon <laughs> yeah. Center. Uh, I like that. I, and I've, at first, I didn't realize that I'm just getting the ones in on the outside, and then I'm like, wait, what? There's there's more. There, what? So yeah. I like that element, and the the dynamic weather and the 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 wild area where there's different Pokemon and different weather and different times and different raids. Um, I haven't done a raid with people. Uh, I've tried, but like I just sit there and no one joins. So I've been doing the raids with NPCs, and I've at least beaten up to three star raids so far. Um, and I'm having a blast with them. I think they're they're really cool aspect. They don't take too long. Um, the story is interesting. i'm I'm actually interested. I do wish some characters appeared more um like team yell is all for this one gym trainer girl and she's only in a couple scenes so far and it's just like i want to see more of her like i almost wish i ran into them more like like on the road and and not just like oh we have to have a battle just like oh what's up how you're doing like Mm -hmm. maybe a little more dynamic but that's nitpicky um i think they're very well built games i think there's a lot of fun there and it does have me excited for what the future holds. Mm-hmm. I think this is just them getting their feet wet, like. And yeah, maybe there's some excuses. Maybe there's some reused 3DS stuff to switch. Um, that that's possible. I'm not going to say yay or nay. Uh, it doesn't detract from my enjoyment. And uh, you know, if they bring the whole decks next time, they do. I think that is a little bit overloading. Like, like I'm gonna shoot to try to get a full Pokedex. But I can tell you right now, if they're like, oh, it's over a yeah. thousand, there's no way I'm catching them all. I don't have the time for that. But, no. but the have you done any of the the uh, I used to it used to be called the Wonder Trade. It's I forget what the trade is called now. Um, the random trade. Have you done any of that? I
0: haven't. No. So I played oh. all offline so far because I tried to connect in the in the airport, and and I tried to connect. Um. Through the airport Wi Fi and my phone as a hotspot. And for whatever reason, neither of them was working. And I was like, I got to get online. I want to try the wild area. I want to try all that stuff. And I couldn't access it. So I've only done like all the single player, all the non online stuff so far. Um, and, and I'm not even close to where you are as far as like, uh, you know, sixth gym by any means. Um, but yeah, I haven't tried any of the online stuff um, because I've only played when I was traveling and I wasn't able to access online.
2: Well, if you do, um, they had this too in other games, um, but it's—I think it's more exciting in this game just because there's more Pokémon. Th- they might have had it in Let's Go as well, but, but pretty much, it's you take a Pokémon and you 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 have to connect to online, and then you just put it to random, and it'll find a random person, and it'll just you'll trade. Hmm. And if you get crap, you could just trade it off again, hmm. and you could just keep trading. And sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes somebody will give you something good or yeah. something you don't have for your decks. And the neat thing about it before with the Wonder trades or, or whatever, again, I forget what it's called in this one. Yeah. Uh, you would have to sit and wait and trade, like waiting for somebody. Here, it's, it's in the background. Uh, so you initiate okay. it, and you continue playing, and it'll tell you on the bottom, oh, nice. trade found. Which is really nice. It's a nice quality of life improvement. Yeah, um, That's cool. Yeah, it's, the, the only negative I've had is that the wild area does take a frame rate hit when you're online Mm. when you're docked um it's not terrible it is noticeable um but again you could alleviate that by just going offline and you really if you're not the only thing online does for you is you see other people you can click on them and they'll give you random items that oh i found this three days ago buried in the dirt here you go you got a loaf of bread like oh wow do i really want (laughs) to eat this um is this safe to consume for my pokemon but it's uh, and you obviously the raids. But again, if you go to the raids and you choose don't search for anybody, it will just pair you with three NPCs okay. and you can still do the raids even completely offline.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah, I, I like it so far. It does seem like a lot of people have said this before. That it seems kind of like a reboot for the series, but you know, I think it's I think it's time for that. I mean, it's been they've been doing the same thing a lot of times, and and like you said, they reusing some of the things from the 3ds. But they've always been doing that. They've always been using stuff from the previous games. This is not brand new that they've kind of reused sprites or whatever from from previous games. And so, um, yeah, I don't it's unfortunate that it got it got horrible like user reviews what on metacritic and everything people just that was review bombed, review bombed and everything so um but yeah i i've i've tried to stay away personally from all the the stuff that was either um leaked ahead of time or all the different complaints and stuff i was like you know what i'm just going to go into this with just my my own mindset and my own um experience and uh and so far it's been really good like i do want to get into it more i'll be playing a whole lot more uh over this week as i travel more and um, how far are you yeah not very far i think maybe i haven't hit the first gym yet
2: oh you, you Which, at least
0: got to the wild area right yeah like i've gotten to it, but i haven't really experienced it a whole lot did you go um, would you just go straight to the wild area to the next spot no
2: no oh so you literally just got to the wild area yeah yeah. Oh, well, you're yeah. really early.
0: I so early in the game. Yeah, because I and the, here's the thing, like, the problem. The problem is this, is that all these games, like games like that, that have all the stuff you can collect and level up and everything. I hate doing it, but the minute I start playing, I get sucked in, and so I spent like time just wandering around trying to level up my my score bunny. I'm like, why am I doing this? I want to progress through the game, but I just you get don't need sucked to. In.
2: You will level up so quickly in this game; it's unbelievable. Yeah. In fact, I had to take my score bunny off of my first slot because I almost hit that level oh, yeah. where it would listen to me anymore <laughs> just because it was like it was so easy to level which which <laughs> is not a bad thing when you're especially when you're trying to build your team. Um and you have a whole bunch of new Pokemon. Like my team has changed so much already and, mm. and it's still not final or anything, but it's you know, yeah. you just you gotta feel it out and some Pokemon may not do it for you and then you come over across another one. Right. And like that's even happened with the Wonder Trade. Someone traded me something, I was
0: like, what the hell is this? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I need this in my team. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice. I do like the uh, you talked about the the how you, the random encounters and how you actually see them around and everything. I really like that. I didn't think it was going to happen because in like the the beginning tutorial kind of thing, you do have a random encounter a couple times. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that's how it's going to be. I really liked the you being able to see them, and then right as soon as you get through that little tutorial, then they actually are. You see them again. So that was kind of weird how they did that, but um, but I like I like how the, the you can. It's a hybrid between you can see them, but they're still somewhat random. You can avoid them if you want to um, because it does make progressing through the game faster. And I think that was that was one of the things I really liked about Let's Go is I was able to get through the game pretty quick if I wanted to um, because I could just avoid <laughs> Pokemon as I walked everywhere. Yeah. So.
2: Now, there is one one change also from Let's Go. Is in Let's Go, if you wanted a shiny hunt, um, they would appear on the world map as shiny. In this game, they don't. They only appear shiny when you get into the battle. Ah. And and in Let's Go, when you caught Pokemon in a row, it would give you like a, count, like a chain counter. And the higher the chain, the more experience you got and the more likely you are to see a shiny. In this game, that's still there. You just don't see it. Mm. So if you want a shiny, you know... Let's just say, uh, Caterpie, you know, you have to find Caterpies and just keep doing Caterpies and Mm -hmm. to get the highest rating for, for getting like a shiny. It's like, you need 500 or something in a row or something to get the highest percentage. Wow. It's, it's I've never encountered a shiny in this game. Uh, I only encountered like one in let's go. Mm -hmm. Um, they're really rare. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've also noticed the the IVs are not at least at this point in my game I've not been able to see IVs so I could be leveling up a really crappy Pokemon for all I know yeah. um, which honestly I hate the IV system yeah. I understand why it's there but I honestly hate the IV system yeah. uh, it was interesting in Let's Go they told you to you they showed it to you yeah um, this one not so much yet.
0: Yeah, which is more of a supposed to be more of a casual game, and they actually, they, yeah. you know, dived into it. Yeah, I never paid attention to the IV stuff before. Like, I was just more of like, you know, what I'm gonna beat this game, uh, have one one team that I uh, that I uh, you know progress through, and it's gonna change out and everything. But I don't really care about all that stuff, so it's not that big of a deal for me. But but it, that is interesting that they would put it in Let's Go, but not <laughs> in Sword and Shield. So. All right. Well, Greg, any, any thoughts? Like, have you been have you been more excited about about Pokemon this time around? Are, are you getting excited? Is it, is it like what, what are your thoughts about it so far? It almost
1: sounds like it's kind of grindy, which I don't know if I'm gonna like that part of it because no. obviously leveling
0: it's, up is no. It's le- I I think especially what, what Barry was saying. This is less grindy than some of the previous Pokemon have been.
2: Honestly, I've yeah. I've gained more levels just from catching Pokemon. Because you also get experience when you catch Pokemon. So when you get to a new area, if you want to collect them all and and you want to try to find them, you're gonna be, you know, there for a little bit trying to, to get them. And you may run into some duplicates that you just kill quickly to, to move on. So you and, and experience goes to all your Pokemon in your party. So all six Pokemon that you have will get experience. So you're constantly leveling up your entire party. There's also other things that we didn't touch on. There's Poke Jobs where you can send, which are pretty much like, if you remember in Smash Brothers, they have the spirits, they can go away for two hours or an hour or whatever. It's like that, there's different jobs. Like someone says, I need help baking and I need, you know, fairy types. So you give six fairy types and they go away and you could choose how long you want them to go, an hour, like three hours, or a whole day. And when they come back, based on how they do, they all get experience. There's also several nurseries where you could leave, or daycares, I should say, that you could leave uh, several Pokemon there, and they'll level up on their own, too. It's nowhere near as grindy as previous games. Mm. Like, previous games, you would have a weak Pokemon, you would have to put them as your starter, you would have to enter the battle, and immediately call back that Pokemon yep. and send out your real one just so they gained half the experience per battle to yeah. slowly level them up. This one, it doesn't matter. You can put a level one, which I've done. I got like a level one in the trade. I put it in my party, didn't touch it, and they're like, now level 40, and I never
0: pulled them out. Yeah.
2: Just playing the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jakester's yeah. asked about Dynamax thoughts. Um, I haven't gotten that far um, to, to encounter that stuff yet. Um, Barry, what, what are your thoughts about that?
2: Um, I... I like the system, It's it's like I liked mega evolutions, I never got to really do Z-moves, as I said I didn't really do Sun and Moon, um, but I did like the mega evolutions and I kinda miss them. Hmm. Dynamics is purposely not abusable because you can only do it in two scenarios, you can do it in the raids and you can do it in gym battles only, so it's not like oh, I'm just gonna find a random Pokemon and blow it the hell up, <laughs> um, you can't do that. Um, Dynamax only lasts for three turns, so you have to use it wisely. If you're doing a raid, only one person can Dynamax the entire raid. So if you're uh... doing it with other humans, you got to plan ahead. If you're doing it with NPCs like I've been doing it, just Dynamax your Pokemon. The NPCs don't do it anyway, so you might as well just take advantage of it to help you out. Um, you're the only one benefiting anyway. Uh, in gyms, the gym leader will always Dynamax their last Pokemon, so you can kind of plan accordingly for that um dynamax is cool because what it does is it changes all the moves you have to the same move so like if you have three different fire moves it doesn't matter they're all now called like max fire Mm -hmm. um so it's max whatever max earth max you know fist max water um the move does extreme amount of damage it says other effects Uh, and again you only do it three turns you also gain an hp boost and stuff like that um it's it's grandiose to see but in reality it's it's really just a just a spectacle it's not abusable um i do wish mega evolutions were back and i hope in the next one they bring all these moves all all together um but yeah it's it's cool it's it's definitely a cool feature the only negative if i will say about it is that the animation isn't terribly long but when it's your fifth sixth eighth time of seeing yourself (laughs) grow a pokemon it's like okay come on There's (laughs) There's <laughs> a skip button. Yeah, okay. You know, I've seen this already. Let me do a skip. But but again, it's it's not make or break. I think of that. It, and honestly, you can play the entire game and never Dynamax. You can beat the raids without Dynamaxing. Okay. You you at least the level, the one-star raid. you beat the gym leaders positive. without Dynamaxing? Yes. <laughs> yep. They, they will Dynamax, but you can still beat them without it.
3: Oh, okay. Because,
2: Because remember, as long as, I mean, provided you have six Pokemon, you could... You know, most likely do it. If you only have one Pokemon you can rely on, then you might want to Dynamax it. But in reality, there's no reason not to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no penalty to it. You might right. as well. It's unless not like you, you want, have a certain
0: like, amount of them you can do or anything like that.
2: Nope. Yeah. Yup. Because again, it's only restricted to gym battles and raid battles. Hmm. And and there's no timer. So if you do a raid battle and then another raid battle, and then right away go to a gym, you can still Dynamax
0: it. Oh, uh, okay. So there's no recovery time or anything like that? Nice. And some
2: Pokemon actually have Dynamax forms. Others don't. Oh. Um, and I think Some people were confused about that. Every Pokemon can Dynamax, but some have special forms like Gengar's. It's literally just like the top part of his head with his hands, and it's just like this giant mouth, and it looks really cool. Obviously, you've probably seen the Meowth where he's like super mm-hmm. tall and stuff like that. Pikachu becomes his old Chunkachu <laughs> from Gen 1, uh, stuff like that. So some Pokemon do have exclusive dynamax forms but
0: the rest of them uh just they're just bigger versions of themselves gotcha cool well greg i look forward to uh to hearing your thoughts eventually (laughs) and seeing yeah we're just gonna we're gonna definitely have to turn that into a a youtube series of greg's first time with pokemon so (laughs) yeah it's a it's honestly a
2: good entry point it is it's definitely on the the Friendly side. From what I've heard, though, the end game is on the very competitive side. Hmm. So it seems like if you're more casual, you'll enjoy the story, you'll enjoy beating the game, and then if you're really super hardcore, there's a lot of extra stuff to do and
0: compete. I think that's what I that I really like when I, what I've heard and and read from other people's thoughts that are that are a lot further along than I am as well. Is there's so m- it feels like there's a lot more game there than than previous pokemon games like there's maybe not as many pokemon but there's more to experience and and more to keep you going uh after you beat the game
2: like you didn't beat let's go let's go's end game so to speak was Mm -hmm. pretty terrible there's there's the legendary bird areas and the the mewtwo cave that you can go to and then in let's go they added the 151 elite trainers where you can get a special title if you beat them, and each one only uses one Pokemon, and only you can only use that Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So if you still have a level five Rattata, you're gonna go up against a level 75 Rattata, and it's gonna kick your butt, <laughs> so you better level that up. It's padding for the sake of padding. Gotcha. This game doesn't have a huge end game either, from what I've heard, but it's more on the online competitive battle at that yeah. point. Like, you know, there's still legendaries, of course, mm-hmm. and there, there will still be more distribution Did you get your meowth? Oh, you didn't do it online, but you were able to connect to get your meowth.
0: I haven't yet, no. But yeah, make sure to do that. I'm gonna actually probably log on tonight and make sure I get all the the stuff, like even yeah, from Let's Go and and all the other things that I can get.
2: Well, yeah, the Let's Did you you, the Let's Go uh, Pikachu or Eevee comes right when you get to the wild area. There's two kids in the first train station. And uh, you talk to them, you just get them instantly. Cool. Uh, the meowth is through um, the mystery gift, hmm. and if you have the digital version, you could also get like ten pokeballs or yep. something. Got that?
0: Because I just pre-ordered like, it, I guess. So. It was just
2: like yay, like, like, great balls, I think, or great some,
0: balls. yeah, yeah, whatever. It's it's worthless. <laughs> like it's it's worthful, but it's it's not like it's huge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I haven't even. I got. I have the code, but I haven't put it in yet. so... <laughs> so. Cool. Uh, the
2: Meowth event goes to I think January something to get the free Meowth hmm. and it, it's interesting is it's a free um, it's a Kanto Meowth there, oh. is a, there is a uh, Meowth for the Galar region
3: mm-hmm.
2: with a new evolution form it's not actually Persian this time um, hmm. but the only way to get the Kanto Meowth from what I've seen is either through this promotion or there is an NPC that will trade for one from like a, a regular like a Galar Meowth for a Kanto Meowth so you can still get it past this promotion, but you might as well get it for free during the promotion. Yeah,
0: that's cool. That's cool. All right, well, let's uh, let's move on um, to our last uh, big topic of today uh, before we wrap up. And uh, Thanksgiving here in the United States is coming up really soon, um, and uh, I, I'm blanking. Um, I need I need our our Canadian friend to tell me because um, <laughs> I forgot when Thanksgiving is in October. It, it's, was it, it's already Halloween. passed, right? Yeah. yeah, so it's it's already done. But here in the United States, we have Thanksgiving next week. Um, and, uh, so Thanksgiving for, for me growing up was always a time where we got together, um, with family and friends and stuff like that. But there was a lot of video games attached, uh, to, uh, to Thanksgiving and a lot of holidays and stuff. So we just it'd be kind of fun just to think about, um, Thanksgiving coming up, but also Black Friday is, is kind of the attached thing to, uh, to Thanksgiving. And, um, a lot of people go out and try to get the best deals and everything. Nintendo has, uh, jumped into the Black Friday deals this year and we have a bunch of games that they've marked down with like uh, 40 bucks, so you can get Super Mario Odyssey Super Mario Party uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Splatoon 2, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze Mario Tennis Aces, Kirby Star Allies, Octopath Traveler, Wolfenstein 2, and uh, all all for $39.99. And you can also get a pair of Joy-Con controllers, either the original gray or the original neon blue and red, for $59.99. And uh, they're going to have the Pokeball Plus. This is going to be marked down to $19.99. And you can also get a Switch bundle uh, for $2.99. And that includes Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Um, And it's the old, the original Switch that's um, in there. It's the, the one before they beefed up the, the battery life and everything on it. Um, so all those deals, there's a bunch of other ones um, that are going to be out there that are store-specific and everything. So so yeah, before we jump into uh, Black Friday and things like that, I just thought it would be kind of fun just to, to talk about what your Thanksgiving traditions are. Do you guys, have you guys historically also played a lot of video games over uh, the holidays and uh, maybe just kind of what you're expecting to do uh, this year? So Greg, yeah, What what are what are your Thanksgiving? traditions usually and do they involve uh games
1: well nothing that usually too much that involves games um at least before i was married it usually did because it's like i'd see my cousin and my brother and we would easily could play whatever nintendo console was out around the time typically smash brothers or whatnot but um more recent more recent years i've only seen them a handful of times and it, sometimes we've some years we might get together and play the most recent smash brothers game whether it was on uh, wii u or um now will be Switch. so my brother actually has a switch this time around so we might actually be end up playing some switch over like this uh coming weekend so that's cool. pretty much just about it there so nice
0: barry what's your uh, what are your traditions usually and uh do they involve a lot of gaming uh unfortunately i
2: didn't really do a lot of gaming for holidays because it usually was my family and hmm. and i was i was one of the younger of the cousins and we usually didn't all get together much um even during the holidays it was more like just my my mom my dad you know stuff like that when so i didn't get that oh let's all get together in game and then usually when we did because I was the youngest, they would get together and just talk, you know, Mm. my grandmother and my my cousins would come over, we'd just sit around and talk and have coffee and cake and just sit there and talk, and I'd be like bored out of my mind, like I just want to go play. (laughs) And even in more recent years, you know, with, with usually um like this year my uh my wife's actually flying down tomorrow to, to go to her father's and they're gonna drive up and we're gonna have thanksgiving here as opposed to last year where i had thanksgiving down there and when i go down there i you know i bring the switch and like, i played like octopath uh you know and and uh, I think I did ease eight uh, last year and mm. like I'll, I'll sit and I'll still try to play. And this year is going to be the same, but it's, it comes second to family, like family, we're going to go do this. Okay. Well, I'm not playing until the end of the day. So yeah. unfortunately I don't have any like grandiose tradition of, all right, let's all get together and play smash or let's play Mario Kart or, or even Jackbox. It's mm. all just everyone doing family things that don't involve video games. And at the end of the day, when everyone disperses, that's when I go <laughs> play <games>. alone.
0: <laughs>
2: nice. So nice.
0: I, I've actually, uh, I think when I was really little, that was, we played a lot of board games um, growing up. So gaming was always at some aspect of gaming was always a big part of, of our family traditions around holidays. Um, we love oh, playing awesome. board games or card games and stuff. And then um, when I started getting into more like, My actually like Nintendo the first NES like time that I played my NES was at my grandmother's house at Christmas because um, my cousin got one, we hooked it up and started playing as a family, I got sucked in. Um, I remember getting like the Super Nintendo N64, bringing it and always packing it up. So one of the first things that I always ended up getting for my um, for my consoles and stuff was a, a carrying case, because I knew I was gonna be taking it back and forth to family and especially for, for uh, holidays and stuff. So yeah, I remember, um, lots of thanksgiving's like getting done and and playing with my cousins my dad um i play like uh goldeneye was a bit goldeneye and oh. and mario kart 64 yeah. we played so much um and i remember thinking that i was really good at goldeneye because i was playing against my dad um and my and my cousins um which i found out weren't very good because then i started playing against I- real players that knew what they were doing and I realized that I wasn't that great um but it was fun at the time because I was like yeah like I could totally beat them and everything it was really fun so um yeah so I remember uh so Thanksgiving for me now is is a little different because it's it kind of changes up being away from home I'm I haven't been um, around family for Thanksgiving in a, in a long time. Christmas will be different because I'll be around family a lot, and we usually play um, a lot of Jackbox and other you know big party games and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I've gaming's always almost always been a part of of our Thanksgiving uh, traditions. So lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so lucky. Oh yeah,
1: because yeah, when I was whatever in high school, I was always playing GoldenEye and um, Smash sixty four and Mario Kart sixty four, like those are ones I'll always remember like whatever uh was it twenty years ago now?
2: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, I I did it with friends, you know, like if they think during the Thanksgiving break from school, they'd be like, All right, I'm going over my friend's house and you know obviously the 64 era of playing you know Star Fox and the golden eye and mario kart and all the multiplayer games mm-hmm. but it was never with family mm-hmm. like my family sometimes they'll say oh i'll sit and watch it and it was it was always more of a hassle because it was like oh, i mean a, it's single yeah. player but
0: now i've got a, a backseat driver in a mm-hmm. sense it's like i don't really want that <laughs> Yeah, yeah i think that's why like i've always been Like into multiplayer games because it's always there has been that tie into family and and family is really important for me and stuff too I've been always really close to my family But but gaming multiplayer gaming and family is always going to come together So I think that's there's a little nostalgia in that for for me Um, so I am yeah, um Jakester said he's a little jealous of, uh, of us, uh, Greg, because we, we have had some uh, <laughs> memories there. But he's also said that there's never no gaming traditions, uh, just him and his family. Um, at home, no one visits. Um, and then Jared said that he the only time he ever, uh, game with family was during the Wii era when uh, I was big with everyone. That was that was a big time as well. I remember like played lots of games of the holidays during the Wii era. Um, that was that was huge because then then we got my grandma involved and um, my aunt and other people that normally just sat back and watched uh, some of us. The Wii pulled in more people and so like just dance and stuff like that. More and more people play. So that's been cool. Well, you can
2: still get him to play Just Dance 2020 on the Wii today, you
0: know? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't owned a Just Dance game in a while. Um, we'll probably play, like, at, at Christmas, we're probably going to play a lot of Jackbox, because that's what we did last Christmas, and it was it was so much fun. Um, yeah, so, well okay so let's let's talk about this year's Christmas what are you guys hopefully uh, gonna be playing and and buying let's let's take into the take account Black Friday as well um, if you do get a chance to, to play uh, this this Thanksgiving because a lot of times it also includes um, some time off from work and maybe you know you do have maybe those late nights to play or maybe you're trying to sneak them in in between um, other things going on so what, what are you looking forward to maybe playing this over this Thanksgiving uh, break and also maybe maybe buying um, on, uh, on a really good deal at one of the Black Friday deals. So, Barry, what are you, what are you excited about for Thanksgiving uh, this year?
2: This Thanksgiving will probably be, if I haven't finished it yet, Pokemon Shield uh, and a Hat in Time. And after those games, I'm debating if maybe maybe do the, uh, the latest Layton game or uh what i'd like to get and i may I'm, I'm planning hopefully black friday a deal on it which is star wars fallen uh, mm-hmm. jedi um or jedi fallen order that looks good at single player and maybe there'll be a deal on that um as for any other thing for black friday maybe a switch light if best buy has a uh has a deal on it otherwise every other game i pretty have so it's yeah. it's not like exciting in fact <laughs> when i was just doing this wall now i'm like shoot i gotta i gotta figure out some ways to consolidate some things because i'm really running out of room <laughs> so it's uh black friday doesn't super excite me like it
0: used to <laughs> yeah you're eventually just gonna have to add on to your house like, oh i've that's... been trying my wife <laughs> you've been it. trying <laughs> She's like, i'm not letting you add on just for <laughs> video games i'm like come on we could do two
2: floors you could have one room and like we get the other room <laughs> <laughs> no, it's another room for me to clean. <laughs> i like not doing it. Nice. nice. But, uh, yeah, I used to do like black Friday, like GameStop. they had like to buy two, get one free. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because my, my late mother-in-law used to love doing this every year for Christmas. They wouldn't know what to get me. So, my wife's like, I'll oh, just get them a $100 gift card to get GameStop. Mm. So they became a game that they would give me a $100 GameStop gift card and set me okay. loose in GameStop and see how many games I could get for that $100. <laughs> and they were always amazed because I would bring up this. This was especially when I was going for the Wii set. I would bring up like stacks of games and we get like 70, 80 games for that $100. And they're like, oh my God, <laughs> because they were all like two, 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 dollars dollars games, and then yeah. buy two, get one, you know, and, and, they were always like, oh, what, how far are you going to stretch it this time? And now it's like I go into a GameStop and I look at the used walls and I'm like, have everything here, or if I don't <laughs> have it, you're asking more than I want to pay for it. Well, let me t- wait till I get some $5 or whatever. So it's like I'm still going to get that $100 <laughs> and it's not going to be a game anymore because it's like I can't stretch it like I used to. Cause I, and GameStops especially, they're they're shrinking their used sections so much um, that it's 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 sad. So I'm not even, I mean, maybe if there's an Amazon lightning deal, but I can't even think of anything that, oh my God, I've, I'm dying to get outside of the Star Wars is the only one that I just haven't picked up yet because yeah. I, it's an EA game. It's going to go down in price really quickly mm-hmm. and
0: I'm not going to play it. Right away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. looks like, uh, Jared said that he said, sadly, I don't think he's going to be able to get anything off the top of his, uh, off the top of his head. He's not thinking of anything. Um, so his, Gaming may be a little dry over Thanksgiving. Uh, Jakester's going to still be doing Batman and Tails, Stardew, and FGO. Um, used games are too expensive, he says nowadays, at GameStop. And I, I agree. Oh. Like I feel like some like the ones they have, uh, every time I do walk in there and look at them, I'm like, either they're newer games that are just like $5 off of the regular price or they're games that I really don't want. <laughs> Well, you know what
2: that's that's true Uh, a lot of the times what i would get would be the two three dollar games like they're really really cheapo and some of them are good titles and some of them are probably shovelware but i had fun just going through some of them and just seeing how bad that is and especially when going for a full set you need them anyways so you may as well grab them at that price um now there's nothing like i i'm looking at consolidating ps4 i don't need more ps4 and it's like oh look at this big ps4 wall it's like i have more here <laughs> than uh, more at my house than you have here you know like, I, don't, I don't need that anymore so it's it's sad because it, it used to be a game it used to be oh, only go to all these game stops because i live in an area where there's like 10 game stops within five miles of my house <laughs> So I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go to all these areas. And then the final one I go to, I'm going to bring all the receipts and I'm going to tell them return everything and repurchase everything. And they hate me um, <laughs> because I've done that before. I've done it with uh, and they've, they're like, all right, we owe you four hundred and something dollars. And I'd be like, OK, yeah, thanks. You know, I, I appreciate it. Like, how much did you spend? I said, well, I spent. 200 and something but now you you owe me you know so i spent 600 and i got 400 back thanks so i really only spent 200 (laughs) you know (laughs) but now it's that's gone yeah Yeah,
0: that's funny so that that could be that's a holiday tradition for you for a while
3: it used to be yeah Yeah. it was
2: yeah especially when they did a one time they did a a a bundle where it's like if you buy any used system you get like 60 percent off Mm. the games so i would buy a whole crap load of games and then buy, like, a 2DS, which was the cheapest system, and they paid me to take that 2DS. It was like, if you buy this 2DS right now, we're going to give you $150 back on top of getting the
0: 2DS. (laughs) Okay, I guess I'll take the 2DS if you insist. (laughs) Uh, Jakester's asking if you abused the system. Probably. I have.
2: I absolutely have. But (laughs) but I didn't do anything unlawful. I I did everything. Just loopholes,
0: just like taxes. Find as many loopholes as you can.
2: Just, I went for games that were sitting on the shelves. They thanked me. Those, those <laughs> games are just sitting there. Now they're sitting here, you know?
0: Yeah, that's true. Filling <laughs> up, up your house. Uh, yeah, Greg, uh you excited about um, playing any in particular games this, this Thanksgiving or picking up any specific things over uh, Black Friday?
1: Well, things are a little bit different this year. We'll actually be hosting it at our house this year. Um, so I don't think I'll get much play time at all because I know my wife doesn't like me stepping away to be playing games especially with like certain like people that are over or whatever so um it'll more than likely just maybe at the end of the night I might try to get some more dragon uh quest time in so that's probably about it I don't think we'll be doing too many social games since as I said we're probably not gonna have you even have it as a choice or Mm -hmm. something to do with everyone over here. So, yeah. um, And, and all the games you listed for black Friday are like either ones I already have or not interested in. So it's like, don't really need to get too much there either. But um, yeah, I mean, I have a number of games on my Christmas list, but we're not really talking about Christmas at this point. So,
0: Mm. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I'm with you guys. Like, I feel like, all the games that are on sale are games that, that I already own or I don't really care about. And there's a reason why I haven't just skipped over it because it was expensive. I didn't really care for it. Um, so, yeah, like, great deals. If you if you haven't picked up things like Mario Odyssey and Mario Party and Breath of the Wild, Splatoon 2, great chance to get them. But, uh, but yeah, I already pretty much own all the—I I do own all those. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I think um, if you don't have a Pokeball Plus, that's that's a twenty dollars is like thirty dollars off of its regular price, so that's that's pretty great. Um, you also get to put the Mew in shield, Sword and Shield as well. So if yeah. you didn't put it in Let's Go, you can put it in Sword and Shield. Yeah so that's pretty cool um, I think that's one of the better deals I think in my opinion that, that Nintendo is, is putting out there um, if you don't have a Switch yet this is a great chance to get one um, if you don't care about it being the lesser battery life um, I think that's a it's a great option to, to get Mario Kart 8 Deluxe because if you own a Switch you should definitely own Mario Kart 8 Deluxe um, and uh, that game just kind keeps of on, keeps on living it's a, always a great game to play with family or friends and stuff over holidays as well so I don't actually know if I'll get much chance to uh to play this year because we're going to be we're going to be hosting as well um and uh, and we have some friends that are going to be coming over and they have small children and uh, what I've realized with small children is they're trying to limit their screen time which means that who also gets limited screen time? Me. Um, so every time the little kids come over to the house um, our TV doesn't even get turned on and it's so sad um, and so uh, yeah I may be joining you guys and um, trying to uh, steal away some time um, you know and it's like oh I'm going to bounce over here to the office or or, uh you know other places to just kind of try to get away a little bit to get some pokemon in or something like that so yeah
2: um, i hate that too because it's like they always make you feel guilty like yeah. here i am coming to <laughs> visit and you can't even spend a little more time with me it's like dude i need my personal time yeah. too. leave me alone Yeah, you know? <laughs> i got pokemon to catch that's right that's right <laughs>
0: they're not gonna catch themselves
2: yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: but yeah I don't really know if I, I'll be uh, getting any, any specific Black Friday deals I, I'll, I'll keep my eyes out for, for some more and things but I, there's nothing that jumps out to me um, you get um, blade Chronicles too Steve and finish Torna um yeah there's just so much <laughs> there's just so much already like I, I still gotta I haven't played the Dragon Quest demo yet oh yeah that, that too that's awesome Ugh, so much too many games too little time right too little time <laughs> uh all right well let's let's wrap up uh talking about the next couple weeks um there's it's kind of light over the next couple weeks in terms of new games um brand new games things that uh that i i marked down um kind of just notable things for, for me i'm excited munchkin actually came out today i totally forgot about that um i got uh wrc 8 um the racing game the world rally uh championship racing game i got a a demo or a review copy of that. I'll be playing that um, a little bit. I'm Always a sucker for good racing games, so I'm excited about that. Uh, Bouncy Bob 2. I, I just you know that's an important game for me to <laughs> note that it comes out tomorrow because um, everybody knows how much I love the first one. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's uh, one through four is coming out on November 29th, and Farming Simulator 20, uh, which is so funny that that game is actually like has a pretty good following because um, it seems like a game. I was like really people are gonna like this, but it's got a pretty solid following that people really enjoy that game And it's gonna be coming out on December 3rd. So uh, those are the ones that stuck out to uh, Stood out to me um, as I was looking over the list that people might want to know about um, Anything else that uh, you guys are excited about playing um, maybe brand new games um, That are that are coming out over the next couple weeks We've already talked about what we're personally gonna be playing but any any new games that you guys are excited about Greg anything? <laughs> nothing really stuck out to me I went was going through the entire
1: list and nothing that was like oh I have to go get this right away so yeah, I'll yeah. just be continuing on the backlog of uh, games <laughs> yeah.
0: which is nice because there's there's a lot of games that are already out we're going to play yeah. <laughs> um, so it's exactly. kind of nice to have I, a couple I
1: weeks barely played three houses still need to get into that I need to play Dragon Quest there's all those time intrusive games are <laughs> on my
0: list yeah sure Barry any any new games that you're excited about? Thankfully
2: no. <laughs> this, this this month already has had like 30 to 40 physical releases like I in fact today it was like what seven games came out physically or eight mm-hmm. games physically uh, counting WRC tomorrow mm-hmm. um, just just too many at this point so I'm so happy to be able to say, yeah, there's nothing actually I'm looking forward to <laughs> to playing as a new game once I finish what I'm playing I can actually go back and start, again, working on the backlog. Like, even, like I mentioned, the latest Leighton, which came out the same day. Oh, I forgot to mention, I played New Super Lucky's Tale. Um, oh, cool. I played I played through that 100%. That, nice. that was a lot of fun. But that came out the same day as a Hat in Time, New Super Lucky Dale and Leighton. I'm like, oh my on top of other games. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, or three games I actually want to play, bang, 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 on the same day. Yeah. So I, uh, I hope to move on backwards. And, and thankfully, I don't think there's anything from now until the end of the year that's coming out that has me like uber excited or anything other than just the standard physicals Mm -hmm. coming in um so yeah Yeah. i'm i'm excited (laughs) i get (laughs) a little bit of a break of new games
1: how many hours did it take for super lucky's tale because i haven't been that's on my list, and I can't Super wait. Super Lucky
2: to... Tail. It probably took me about twenty. Um, I did get everything except for like the final, the final, final level, as in like the post-game level. I just didn't finish it all because it's, it's pretty much here's the battle, the bosses, but harder. Here's the some of the challenges, but harder, and I just didn't feel like going through them again for for no reason. Um, but as as for a game, I'll say this: I went to New Super Lucky Tail, and then I went back to Ukulele, and in terms of like platforming finesse ukulele is the better game Mm. but going from new super lucky tale to ukulele ukulele felt like the worst game because like it's missing certain things like double jumps um where new super lucky tale is more fun i had more fun playing new Mm. super lucky tale even though it was super easy it was just enjoyable it was fun i had a blast doing it uh ukulele like there's no way i'm going through and and getting a hundred percent on it and i actually enjoy that game like Exploring the overworld more than the 2D levels. Even though the 2D levels are awesome, it just became like, all right, I'm not looking forward to it. We're new Super Lucky Tale, each level is different. Like, some are 3D platformer levels like Mario 64, and some are 2D levels like, you know, like the standard Mario Brothers. Some are auto-runner stages. Some are puzzle stages. Hmm. Um, it's, it's always changing things up, and I like that. So it is it is definitely a worthy playthrough. Um i had a lot of fun doing it i had more fun doing that than, than a lot of games recently mm-hmm. just in terms of like that childlike fun and your daughter will probably really love just watching you greg as well awesome that's cool yeah i do recommend it
1: yep i was definitely on my list that was like a higher priority one that i really want to get so it's a cool. great review
0: yeah that's cool
1: <laughs> i did see ukulele like uh super cheap right now i was just looking on the deals on nintendo's site and it's like 15 dollars or something you
2: you, oh, what, which one the original or impossible air
1: i think the original
2: the original is uh, a 3d okay. platformer like mario 64 which i've heard mixed things about some people love some don't impossible layer is like donkey kong country 4
0: pretty much mm-hmm. and it's also very good yeah. I, I very yeah. enjoy it cool cool i think that the biggest thing that i like right now <laughs> is that there's a lot of good single player games coming out because uh those when all of the the multiplayer games hits and i feel like oh i've got to get them and i got to get into it now while everybody else is into it some of these single player ones i can't put off and i can eventually come back to so that's really nice <laughs> so, yeah. oh you,
1: you had to op- you gotta open that door though because like
0: <laughs> Xenoblades a single player game, Fire yeah. a single player. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's there's a lot. But it's nice that I can eventually go back to it. Um, and I don't feel like I miss an opportunity like now, now, Yeah. This is
2: recorded. So this is here. You said eventually, okay? We need to put a time on this. Oh, yeah, Greg eventually. I got the rest Red of my
0: life. And uh, <laughs> I want you to play, so
2: you play it. So we, we got to put a time on it. I say by next year, next next holiday, you need to have played both of those games. You don't have to complete them, but you at least need to put a, uh, an effort into them. You have to at least put, you know, a good 40 hours into each of them and see where you are at that All point. Right. Send me by a copy. Next-
0: I'll put a few a few hours in. <laughs>
2: You you have that?
0: Did you're all digital. You digital? I'm not all digital. There's you anyway, can't see it. I was like, there's a there's quite a. I got like maybe about 20 games on uh, uh, on on cartridges. Uh, Aww, yeah. I got more than that. This month. you got a whole house full. <laughs> but- <laughs> no, no, I don't want to hear it. Hey, a lot of a lot of them I like like. There's there's been a lot more that I've purchased um, you that have been that have been physical lately. Worthy to have that physical copy. There's there's a lot more. Like I got Luigi's Mansion. I got it physical. And uh and some of them they forced me to like Green Fit Adventure. So well, yeah, I have no yeah. choice there. Yeah. That and only does yeah. Right. But uh but yeah, I think the ones that because I don't collect the whole set or whatever. It's it's the ones that I know that that I'll want to keep for a long time and more collector's item kind of things that the, the exactly. big games and those are ones. Chronicles See, or fit that bill. I have n- I I I would play Xenoblade Chronicles because I have I played I played uh, X and I played I have Torna, but I don't I'm not a big fan of the style of, of Fire Emblem, so i probably That's never fine. going forget to forget about it. Fire Emblem. Go to Xenoblade. <laughs> Sorry, Greg, go go to Xenoblade. <laughs> yeah, the genre of Fire Emblem is what keeps me away, but but uh, time itself keeps me away from from Xenoblade and money as well. And what I...
2: about what about when Xenoblade One gets remastered
0: coming up next year? Maybe looks amazing. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what cash flow was like around that time, too. <laughs> oh, Start man. Start saving now. Yeah, yeah come I, on. I'll you know, in advance. Buy Nintendo something. Nintendo told that point. you in
2: advance.
3: Yeah.
0: You knew in September. <laughs> I got the the next Metroid game that I'll be getting. That's, so. that's yeah. uh, mm. a whole new topic for that <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks to everyone that joined us for another episode of the Nintendo Fuse podcast. Um, we, again, if you are new, hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell here on uh, YouTube. Um, subscribe on your favorite podcast app if you're listening after the fact. Uh, throw some comments down about uh, the news and other things we've uh, discussed tonight. Uh, we'd love to hear what you guys are thinking. And, and if you have questions, um, you can always send them in. Contact us on social media, email and all that stuff. But uh, you can also send in videos, Um, so we would love to even feature you in in a video question. So uh, make sure you send that in. Um, You can keep it short, so you know for brevity and everything. But uh, that'd be great to to have you guys. They can um, do it in an hour and just we can just (laughs) just, take a break. Yeah, we'll just hand it over to you guys, like Dan. But it's all yours. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, so we would love to. We always, of course, like we've been interacting with the with the chat tonight. It's been uh, very lively. They've had so many great things to say about um, everything tonight great conversations that sometimes I can't even refer to them because they're just like passing so quick. Um, But uh, make sure you do kind of jump in the live chat. If you're, if you're listening and you've never been here live um, for one of these recordings, uh, try it next time. We're going to be live next. Next episode is going to be December 3rd. So that means we have two more episodes before our Game of the Year uh, podcast. And so December 3rd uh, will be our next episode, and then we're going to do our Game of the Year on December 17th. Um, And we've been kind of figuring out all the categories and stuff like that. There's going to be a little bit of uh, some, some changing a little bit. We can discuss that in our next episode about exactly how we're going to uh, line that up this year. And then, uh, then we're going to take a couple week break for, for Christmas and new years. Um, and then we'll be back at near the beginning of January. So that's kind of like the schedule over the next um, several weeks, the couple months. Um, so you guys know what to, to expect. So, December 3rd, we'll be back uh, with another episode. Um, join us live. Again, if you haven't ever done that, join us live in the chat. We'd love to uh, to hear from you guys. And uh, again, thank you so much. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Barry, for, for joining us. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Agreed. And uh, thank you all for listening. And we'll be back next time, December 3rd, next live show. See ya. Have a good one. Later.